Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another beautiful day in the neighborhood. I mean, the Real Film Nerds Podcast. <laughs> My name is Matt. I am your host. Hell, hey, Matt. And that funny laughing and talking is mysterious Mike Talent over on Z East Coast. Yeah, sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. Uh, it was. It was a. It was a funny start. It was pretty good, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So, mysterious Mike, won't you be my neighbor? Of course. Um, I should probably be singing the song, but I. I I'm not going to do it. I, I. I don't know it well enough. Wow. Anymore. You are a slacker. I am a slacker. I'm sorry. Is that what happens when you get old? Well, hey, you know, soon enough you will be watching lots of Mr. Rogers. Actually, I don't know. Do they do they have replays of Mr. Rogers? I think so. I I don't know. I don't Honestly, know. I don't I watch don't PBS really during the day because I'm at work. It, it and I don't know if it's on any streaming service. I'm not sure. Maybe I maybe uh I can look into that. I I mean, I'm sure it's probably on Disney Plus. They own everything already. Uh not quite yet, but yeah, they're they're on their way. So, if that's not enough of a hint today for episode number 147. Yes, 147. Multiply that times 30 minutes. That is how much of our lives that we spent just recording. And then multiply no, no, it by like spend 3 more. hours and that's like the editing that I do. No, no, multiply it by like 4 hours, dude. You you spend a lot of time editing. Yeah, it's true. I, I guess I just don't have a life, or I don't sleep, or I like working really hard for nothing. I think it's all three. It's all three? See, Mike, this is why I have you on here. You are the words of consciousness, of advice, the Blake Bortles <laughs> of the Real Film Nerds podcast. Oh, the Blake Bortles from The Good Place uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah sure gotcha okay so episode 147 we are reviewing tom hanks's new movie a beautiful day in the neighborhood based loosely on a story about fred rogers better known as mr rogers mike would you like to do us the honor and give us the rundown absolutely matt uh so the director is uh Marielle Heller. Uh, writers are Micah Fitzman Blue and Noah Har- Harpster. And it's starring Tom Hanks, Matthew Reyes, Chris Cooper, Susan Kolechki uh, Watson. And the movie is based on the true story of a real life friendship between Fred Rogers and journalist Tom Junod. Junod? I, I'm sure I messed up the last name. It's uh, J-U-N-O-D. Dude, you almost missed it. Messed it up as bad as Matthew Reyes. <laughs> <laughs> Ray- <You> called- <laughs> it's Reese. He's Welsh, and he- now he's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Hey, pay attention to the podcast, not the Jaguars losing. All right, Mike? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> like, uh, so for everyone listening, uh, the Blake Bortles joke was about uh, I am a Jaguars fan. 
and uh, the Jaguars don't, aren't doing so well, and uh, now uh, Blake Bortles doesn't even play for him, but uh, the show, The Good Place, references Blake Bortles, like, all the time. So, um, anyway. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Bortles! <laughs> yes, he does it just like that. So let's get back on topic talking about Fred Rogers. How's the movie? Um, I like this movie quite a bit. I wasn't, when it first opened, I really wasn't sure what was going on, actually. I was a little like, what? What is this about? And then it got kind of towards the meat, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I, I mean, it's kind of a tear-jerky movie, but I did enjoy it quite a bit. I don't know, man. It was okay. You you didn't like the 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 transformation of the the journalist, uh, the the like hard nosed or hard edged journalist, and uh, him finding I don't know more inflection on himself through his interactions with uh, Mister Rogers. You mean the extremely cynical, mean journalist that is extremely loosely based on a real person tom junod it was okay (laughs) okay the story was it's a good story it's not a bad story i was expecting a different film though the best part of this whole movie hands down without question is tom hanks's mr rogers which you don't even get to see that much it's mostly the story of the character lloyd vogel and his family and everything he's going through Mr. Rogers is second fiddle, and I don't think that was appropriate for this film, especially what we were going into. I was duped by the trailer, Mike. I was duped. All right, all right. I, I, I can see why you're saying that. Uh, that, that. That is for sure a valid complaint. It is more about uh, Lloyd Vogel's character than it is uh, Mr. Rogers, and it is a Mr. Rogers-inspired film. But you know what? I, I liked it. I'm not saying it was bad. I just was expecting it to be better. How's that? Well, man, now this this might be a little bit too close to home, but did you feel like they put too many stereotypes into like the journalist or any of that kind of stuff? Not really. I, I don't know what stereotypes you refer to, but... Well, just that he was like a hard-nosed investigative journalist and... He wouldn't be compromised, and he felt it was beneath him to do a, as he referred to, a puff piece on the hero, heroes or whatever, and it was, he happened to be chosen to do Mr. Rogers. No, you know, that's quite accurate on a lot of the journalists I've worked with, especially the ones of that mentality that he has, they nailed that stereotype for sure and yes it is a stereotype but it's truth so when they're that full of themselves and they think they're that badass anything beneath them is nothing but a puff piece and garbage and how dare you make me do this kind of thing okay okay all right so it didn't bother me they portrayed it well i guess yeah the overall the overall i guess initial story seemed okay i guess and it's how it was laid out yeah, no, it's not a bad story. I just don't, I didn't want the story of a reporter. I wanted the story of Mr. Rogers. Well, I think you get to see a lot of Mr. Rogers, but not quite all of Mr. Rogers. 
But I think it tried to show you that what he was doing on the program wasn't anything different than his real life. Well, Uh, yeah. I mean, he was essentially highlighting certain subjects, but he was himself. Yeah, but why why did we need to dive so deep into this story about this journalist that a majority of the story is made up? Like, it is, you know how it says it's based on a true story? It's extremely loosely based. Like, most of that stuff that happened in that story did not happen in real life. Oh, is this like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on a true story? Kind of, like There was a, yeah. a serial killer in Texas who cut people's skin off? Yeah, kind of. That that was the story for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's it. There was no there was no chainsaw, there was nothing. Oh, that's kind of lame. Yeah. I mean, you think it would at least use a chainsaw, but No, 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 completely that based on a true story. It's pretty close. It's pretty close because uh the reporter, the real reporter Tom Juna Junod, I think, I don't know. I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm sure. Yeah, I think we all are. Did work for Esquire magazine. Did do the article on Mr. Rogers, was an investigative reporter, was um, very hardcore like they say he is. He was not one to do more featurey kind of fun uh, profiles. So they got all that right. But where they got it wrong is his father, the wedding. Basically, the story that they told of him was wrong. Like none of that happened. Oh, wow. So they just completely made all that stuff up? Yeah. He didn't have a kid. Uh, Him and his wife, actually, after they met Fred Rogers, well, after he met Fred Rogers, eventually decided to adopt a child. They never had their own child. Um, She never met Fred Rogers ever. He was friends with Fred, that's for sure. But pretty much the story they tell you is made up. Wow. I wonder why they went about it that way. Like there's a, like I feel like they could have approached this with a real ish story like yeah exactly that's why I'm upset I don't think it's it you know what I got out of this movie kinda and and we watched that uh, documentary uh, before also that was about uh, Mister Rogers which we're probably gonna talk about a lot it was came out around this time last year maybe a little earlier it was called Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yeah. It is currently on HBO. So if you have HBO Go or HBO Now, you can watch it. I highly recommend you watch it either before or after you see this film or just watch it instead of going and seeing this film because it is way better. Yeah, and that was a more just overall of about everything about Fred Rogers. So this movie is kind of a like you said it's a story and it's not it doesn't 100% focus on Fred Rogers. He's involved, but he's not he's not essentially the main character, which is an interesting approach. Yeah, again, it's not horrible, but I was expecting something else and I was honestly expecting it to be better and I really wanted to see more of Tom Hanks doing his thing because you could not have made uh I mean a better Fred Rogers, you know, than Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, no, Tom Hanks killed it. Amazing. Amazing. 
Yeah, what do you what do you expect from America's uh, uh, best actor? I, I don't know if I want to call him the best actor, but he's, you know, Tom Hanks has been in so many different roles and done so much stuff. He's, I don't know, he's kind of our Renaissance, uh, everyman kind of actor that we love. Just call him America's sweetheart, Mike. Just do it. You know you want to. Yeah, I, I, I thought. I yeah, sure. He's America's sweet man. Sweet man, hmm. I don't know. Is that a is that a term? Can we can we hashtag sweet man? Mike, you can do whatever you want. Although, do you know what a hashtag is, Mister? I don't use social media ever. Um, I think it's a way to uh, tag things. You know the the pound sign. You know it looks like this with the two fingers like this. You know it makes it's like the tic tac toe symbol. Yeah, like I know what a pound sign on on a phone is, but I don't um I don't even think phones people call that. They just call it the the pound or the hashtag. Is it pound the hashtag? No, I don't think it's that. <laughs> okay, Mike. Well, I'm going to go ahead and ask you the most important question of the entire podcast. You ready? Get your iPad and your iPhone and your iWatch out so that you okay. can ask Siri how does A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Okay, I got all the three I things out. And uh, Matt, thanks for asking. Uh, this one wasn't too bad. The uh, MCU tie-in uh, for this one is... A makeup artist, uh, Christopher Patrick. He also worked on uh, the Avengers. So he's a makeup artist in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and he was a makeup artist in the Avengers. Again, the streak continues, Mike. It does. I think with the amount of movies that they've made, Matt, I think we're pretty good. I think I think we can go on forever, and there's just going to be more Marvel movies. Uh, and 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 more marvel content now especially that disney plus has taken over the world so are the tv shows they're coming out with going to count uh i don't know i i was going to ask you well it's up to you they're going to be part of the marvel cinematic universe according to kevin feige for sure but are we going to consider it part of the podcast world even though they're going to be tv shows and not movies I think we'll only consider him part of the MCU if I can't find anything else. So that's yes. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> oh, Michael. Okay. You like how I didn't answer that? That's good. I'm, I'm working on my, I'm working on my politician skills. Like, well, actually, I should answer with a question: Is Kevin Feige a real person? Yes. Everybody knows that. He's now going to start heading up Star Wars with John Favreau because how awesome they're doing with the Mandalorian, especially on the latest episode because we're in spoilers now. So I can talk about one of my favorite characters ever, the heavy infantry Mandalorian. How freaking badass was that, dude? That, that, that was awesome, Matt. But before we talk about the Mandalorians and all the spoilers, I wanted to bring up, what are you drinking, Matt? well mike i am protesting i am not gonna drink any more beers until we get some more listeners you are only getting me drinking water mike 
Oh no. Oh no, Matt's protesting. I am protesting. I am I am sad that everything I've done and we are losing listeners, not getting new listeners. So what's the problem? Is it because I swear too much? Is it because I'm think not it is. personable? Is it because I, I think it's all those things, oh. yes. So in other words, I'm the problem. You should probably get a new co host, Mike. No, I, I don't know what it is, man. I have no idea. We can call it you can get mags on here, it'll be the Eminem show. Eminem real film nerds. <laughs> Hold on, wait, we're both M's too. Shit, that's not gonna work. Yeah, we could do that. We could do <laughs> Mike and Matt. Mike and Matt in the mornings. Woo! Except for I'm already Lee's alive and local. Oh, all right. On Magic ninety nine point one. Nice, nice. Good little plug in there for. I wonder. Yeah, if, yeah, that was good. I I can tell she doesn't listen to the podcast because if she ever did, I would immediately be, be told you're not allowed to come in. We don't watch <laughs> you anymore. She'd be like, nice, no. dude. That sounds like a dare. <laughs> a dare. I don't know if it's a dare, but anyways. So yes, Mike, I'm drinking delicious water because I'm protesting. So, uh, what IPA do you have in your hand today? It's a green can. Uh, yeah. So it is. It is a Hoplift IPA, and uh, you know I'm back to the IPAs. Uh, I do have some other beers that I've been drinking, but I just didn't have any for this pod because they were just more IPAs or what? Well, they were just so delicious. I drank them before the pod. Hashtag truth. Hashtag mysterious Mike talent aholic. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so I guess we can get into spoilers. I mean, we already kind of were talking about it a little bit, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do spoilers. Um, Matt, you're you're right. Um, this movie wasn't quite what I expected, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But after seeing last year's documentary. It was kind of interesting to see their approach. And and honestly, this movie was probably already filmed and complete by the time last year's movie came out. I, I don't know. I, I think the documentary really was better. And, and, and Matt, speaking of documentaries, I did watch the uh, 24-hour war um, on Netflix, uh, talking about uh, the Ford versus Ferrari. That movie was really good, and it really helped with the theatrical movie i definitely recommend watching that like you said um i just wanted to say that i watched it and it was really it was cool it was actually it would have been better to see that before seeing the 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 film like you said but i didn't i didn't do that so i'm a terrible person no you're just busy watching jacksonville lose (laughs) yep yep (laughs) but no i'm glad you got to see it because that's the thing, like, yes, documentaries are not huge blockbuster films. They're more informative than entertainment, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's a different kind of movie. And as you see, it helps inform the entertainment film of Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I think it enhanced the movie quite a bit, the Ford versus Ferrari. Um, there were... Th- certain things they think they did that were maybe a little bit skipping over some of the history, but that's fine. Whatever. You didn't need to know it exactly. So Yeah, it's a movie. I mean, I would have liked to have seen more 
you know, I think I talked about it last week. I would have liked to seen a little bit closer accuracy to the documentary on some things, but you know, it was not really about the Ford versus Ferrari. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It was more about uh, Carol Shelby and um, Ken Miles' relationship. Yeah, it it, it was. And I liked it. I liked it a lot more than I liked this movie. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I don't think this is a bad movie. It just, there were aspects I really enjoyed, like how they told it like it was an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. It opens up like it's, you're sitting there watching an episode of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and that was unique. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was unique. The acting was phenomenal. The story was good. It's just, it was not what I was sold. Yeah, that's true. And like when it first kind of get going, I was like, what? what is really happening? Like, I was pretty confused, honestly. I was like, you know, it it worked itself out. Well, yeah, because it jumps off from the episode with Mr. Rogers sitting there talking about his friend, Lloyd, and then it spirals immediately right into Lloyd and going to his sister's wedding and everything from there. Definitely, and that was like, like, that that whole section, I was like, is this a Mr. Rogers movie? I honestly was confused. Yeah, because it was strange, because it starts out with him doing it, and then it goes into Lloyd for about the next 20 or 30 minutes. You don't even see Mr. Rogers for 20 or 30 minutes until he yeah, goes oh, to Pittsburgh. 100%, yeah. Yeah, yep. and that, and that's why I'm like, you know, he was the second fiddle. This is not Mr. Rogers' movie. and That's not what I was sold. So, so Matt, do you think you should have built a snowman? built a snowman yeah dude frozen two's out i'm not gonna go see frozen two i didn't see frozen one. Oh, you don't know about frozen one no I was, that's why i'm confused it's not snowing okay. here it's nice it's chilly but it's not snowing we're supposed to get snow on thanksgiving in prescott though oh oh uh, oh interesting okay it's gonna be a, so, a white turkey our are are you uh are you just hanging out there then to uh avoid any issues? Yeah, I uh already went and purchased my banquet microwave Thanksgiving dinners. I got two. It's the they're like a dollar sixty something. It's the turkey and the gravy and the stuffing and it has like a vegetable medley. You know, it's that crap vegetables that's like corn and like carrots and peas and Oh, nice, dude! Nice, nice. So, so you got two of those? Yeah, well, because they're kind of small. For so the whole day, I gotta right? have one for lunch and I gotta have one for dinner. Awesome! It's gonna be amazing. And then I'm just gonna watch the Mandalorian on repeat all day. But the the f- next episode does it come out on on Black Friday? Yeah, I don't. That's one thing that's interesting to keep talking about the Mandalorian because I love the Mandalorian so much is they won't tell people when the the next next episode like drops. So it's been kind of random. Like people have checked it like midnight and they've checked it like two in the morning and three in the morning. Every single time they drop the episode, it's been at a random time so that it doesn't overload their servers. <laughs> awesome. I mean, I, I get an alert. Like, do you get an alert? Like uh, my app on my phone tells me the Mandalorians, uh, the new episode's out. Would you like to watch it? I'm like, oh. I didn't know it was out. No, I'm not a sheeple. I don't have Disney Plus on my phone. I only watch it on my Roku. 
a sheeple. What, what is a sheeple? It's a, a sheep people. <laughs> not all. Well, of us, shit, man! I didn't know it was a sheeple. Not all of us are obsessed with our Apple products, Mike. Do you have like an intimate relationship with your phone? Uh, I mean, besides, I I sing it a bedtime song every night like i mean nothing nothing weird you tuck it in like uh like yeah has i tuck it bed in with, with the charging yeah. port and yeah what's his name yeah, i mean or is it a girl uh uh his name's fred like fred rogers <laughs> the iphone no. that's horrible mike horrible how dare you no no you know <laughs> i don't do anything weird i you know i just you know, you put you put the iPhone to bed. You you put a little like blanket on it, and then you just you know you rub its belly and stuff, and then. So did I tell you my smartwatch broke? It died. What? I had to get a new no one. Way. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So when I was there, the the wristband snapped, I, kind of unexpectedly. Yeah, it just broke. So it you was got old. a new one of those, yeah. right? And and, and it, it, what happened now with the the watch? The screen's going. I'm not sure if it's the cold or if it's just old or what. But the screen is like partially black now. Oh, that's that's depressing. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to get a new one eventually. Right now, I'm just watchless. Maybe my awesome watch tan that I have is gonna go oh, away. Oh yeah, man. Oh, it's blinding, isn't it? You can see how yeah. white I really am. Yeah, it's ah, uh, it scares people. Yeah. All right, Mike, so should people waste their time and money and go watch this movie in the theaters? You know, Matt, I'm going to say no. Honestly, no. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this movie's going to hit the streaming circuit, whether that's uh, the Netflix, the Amazon Prime, the HBO Goes, the Disney Pluses. I don't know. Uh, if it hits that, I would, I would say hit, watch it. If, you know... Um, I I wouldn't say spend your hard-earned money on this at the theater because uh, the theaters cost too much. So don't go. Yeah, I don't think this warrants watching in the theaters. Yes, it is an emotional film. Yes, it has great parts. Yes, the acting, especially by America's sweetheart Tom Hanks, sweet man, sweet man. I don't care, it's sweethearts is incredible. Okay. You know what? back on the tom hanks subject you know one thing i really freaking miss about tom hanks he's dabbled in it a little bit but i miss the comedic tom hanks i miss the big tom hanks i miss the turner and hooch tom hanks oh yeah those were good ones man uh i just watched turner and hooch not too long ago actually uh it's still great and uh i actually watched big also just recently and it's fantastic i want tom hanks to do another comedy like that did you ever see, I always post it on my Facebook right around Halloween time, the the Saturday Night Live sketch that Tom Hanks did. It's like his most memorable comedic performance in years. Oh, the, the weird one with the, the floor and he's like the, the, the guy, like they keep going on the elevator. Yes. Yeah, I watched it. That is one of my favorite modern Tom Hanks comedic roles and we, i want some more of that it would be nice for tom hanks to do something a little bit comedic he's done so many amazing roles uh so many serious roles 
It'd be good to see him in like another Money Pit. Man, I love Money Pit. Money Pit's a terrible movie. Well, kind of, but I like it a lot. The Burbs. When everything went south hard at my house right after I bought it, that was like the first thing I put on to make myself feel better. It was I put on Money Pit. I was like, it could be worse. And then I turned around and I looked at my flooded carpet and I was like, no, no, this is the Money Pit. And I started to cry. <laughs> Well, you know, if you didn't get stuck in the floor, not able to yell for your wife, like, uh, uh, man, that part where he falls through the second floor <laughs> was was pretty rough. I like that movie, uh, The Burbs. Oh, Remember gosh, The Burbs? dude, I love The Burbs. We do need to do that one. I think I actually have that on our Legacy cast. The Burbs okay. is so funny. It's uh, on Amazon Prime. Oh, dude, The Burbs is so good. It's so funny. I mean, just the oh, the cul-de-sac and the 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 nature of a cul-de-sac. It's just is th- that's like reminded you of when you were growing up as a child, right, Mike? Because you grew up in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, I did. I did. I mean, that's the thing they never tell you. Cul-de-sacs. There's only one way in and one way out. <laughs> yes, to make it sound like a horror movie. Yes. <laughs> See, there you go. There's the first real film nerds produced horror movie, Cul-de-Sac. There's only <laughs> one way in and one way out. <laughs> oh, man, I like it. All right, Mike. So I agree with you. I don't think anybody should waste their money on going and seeing this in the theaters. Wait till it's on one of the many streaming services or Redbox or whatever. It's not. It's just not worth it. Honestly, it's not. It's It's good. It's emotional, it's fun-ish, but it's not anything earth-shattering. So, Mike, how many reels do you give A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood? Uh, so, I'm going to give this one three reels, because even though it was not something I recommended to watch in the theaters, I still kind of liked it. I mean, it pulls at the heartstrings a little bit, but I, I, I like this movie, so... Three reels. Well, explain this one to me. Why is it that I give it three and a half? And I seem like I didn't like it as much as you. I still enjoyed it, though. But I dropped it down to a good old three and a half. I, I think you're just really, really nice. Like, you're... Like, I'm harsh, I guess. Well, it's not harsh. I mean, it, it's an average film. And so I gave it an average score. A little bit above average. The extra point five is just purely Tom Hanks. Actually, probably the three is purely Tom Hanks. The five is just the story. The point five is the story. I, I, dude, I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to dissect it, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Mike. Well, I, I'm I'm definitely glad that we never talk about what we rate anything, so we n- never affects our ratings. Yeah, because I'm sure I would have talked you down even more on this one. Our uh, For our five to ten listeners, we do not discuss the ratings ahead of time. We just kind of do it. Dude, you know... I don't know what you mean by five to ten listeners. I'm pretty sure it's like three listeners, and like ten of the downloads are just is just my mom trying to figure out how to download it. <laughs> oh, jeez. She's just like, come on, no. All right, so Mike, what are we going to talk about this next week? Because there's only one big movie coming out, and I am not going to see it at all. Line in the sand, right there, huh? So what are we going to talk about this next week? Do we need to do a Netflix tributary something? Yeah, let's do a net let's let's do let's do a Netflix movie. 
What, what do you want to do? There's There's been several. There's a Christmas movies that have come out. Well, I did. Uh, the Christmas movies that come out, I think, are like Hallmarky. So I don't know yeah, if that would look, be good. Yeah, they, they, they look Hallmarky. No, I don't. Netflix had that one come out last year. I watched it actually on Christmas. It's a little goofy. I don't know. I mean, maybe we can. I don't know. I, I'm on our legacy list that was updated in October. I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. I mean, we haven't done El Camino. Are you looking on Netflix to see what they have? Oh, yeah, dude. Let's do El Camino. Okay. I haven't watched El Camino yet. We can do El Camino even though it's way behind the curve on that. So let's do that. I haven't watched it yet. But you want to. You want to watch I it. I do. Right? I would love to. And let's 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 do it. Let's let let's let you do something fun. What well, we still need to do Jojo Rabbit though. But are you <sighs> Dude, gonna I see it? A, I didn't get it I didn't get a chance is to see gone? it. Is it gone? Or is it still yeah, there? Yeah, it's gone. Uh <sighs> do you want to build a snowman took over? <sighs> frozen frozen two kicked out everything there's nothing left. jojo rabbit was good man it was good all right well we'll have to wait and do that one later much much later but yeah the film that i refuse to see oh the other thing we could do is we could do 21 bridges i guess but because that's in the uh, theater but i don't know or midway we could go see big. midway but i don't know about that either playing with fire oh, i heard it was awful matt matt remember how we saw immortal engines yeah Midway is Immortal Engines, apparently. It's so awful. Oh, no. I was actually talking to someone who was actually a naval aviator, and he was like, what the hell is this? (laughs) It was awful. Oh, dude. Yeah, because then it's just going to make me angry. Like, it'll just make me angry. And I don't know if I we should do that. So I'm angry enough, Mike. Yeah, no, there was a... There was a scene that he described about a a particular pilot coming in to land on a carrier, and it was the most ridiculous thing he'd ever seen in his entire life. And this is a pilot who's actually landed on carriers. So. <laughs> okay, well, let's do El Camino then. We'll do El Camino for next week. And it'll probably be a long one because we'll probably talk Breaking Bad as well. Yeah, yeah. All right, well... um. Don't forget to stay to the end of the pod. I will put my interview with Lisa Live and Local on the end of here from Monday on Magic 99.1. All right. Cool, man. Um, So next week we'll do El Camino. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And, you know, uh, check us out in the socials, uh, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Snapchat, the Instagram. I don't know. We don't have Snapdick, dude. All right, all right. Instagram. What 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 are the other ones? Twitter, but uh, Twitter, I basically have automated to where it just posts every single time we do an ep- uh podcast. I guess I probably should get more active on it, but I, I'm busy enough, man. You can do Twitter. Dude, yeah, you, you are. do Twitter. Oh God, I don't want to tweet face. Twitter is like the best out of all of them because Twitter's the most real. But uh, Facebook, I, I, Instagram, I, I don't want it. Yeah. Uh social medias uh all right well anyway uh thank you for listening and uh we'll catch you on the next pod thank you for listening to the real film nerds now don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at real film nerds now go out and catch a movie
Joining me in studio now on Magic 99.1 from the Real Film Nerds podcast, it's Matt Hinshaw. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. What'd you see over the weekend? I saw that new film about Frozen Mr. Two? Rogers. No, oh. I did not see Frozen 2. No, hard pass. Why would you not see Frozen 2? Because I haven't seen critic. the first one. <laughs> you have you didn't see Frozen? No. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. There's a little uh, Di- homework for you there. Disney gets enough of my money. They yeah. don't need more. Good I mean, point. seriously. Right. Well, and they made a ton of money with Frozen 2. Number one at the box office this weekend. Really no surprise there. No. No. Not no. a surprise at all. You saw A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. The uh, the movie about Mr. Rogers came in third place behind Ford versus Ferrari. I'm kind of surprised it was that high. Yeah, really? Uh-oh. Well, it's not a bad movie. <laughs> no. If you watch the trailers, it's a lot. You think it's going to be about Fred Rogers. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It is about the journalist that writes a story about oh. Fred Rogers. Okay. There's a good solid 20, 30 minutes where Mr. Rogers, and played by Tom Hanks, is not even in the film. Really? And it's just kind of, I was expecting something completely different. Okay. Was it a bad movie? No. The acting was great. The story is really good. It's extremely loosely based on a true story. Okay. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I wanted more Fred Rogers. I wanted Tom Hanks playing Fred Rogers because he did such an incredible job. Yes. There's just not enough of it in the movie. Okay. Very interesting. You know, we were talking about going to the movies this weekend and I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to go see a two hour movie about. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> well, that's one of the nice things is that it was not quite two hours. It's yeah. closer to an hour and a half. It's like an hour 45. Okay. So that's good that they're coming back down because right. I'll be honest, I'm getting sick of the two hour, two and a half, yeah. three hour long movies. Right. That's a right. lot of time to dedicate, especially if it's a bad movie. Yes, but for sure. I'm not going to say this was a great movie, but it wasn't a horrible movie. It's good. It's decent. I just don't think you need to go waste your money to go watch it at the theaters. Wait for it to come out on Netflix. Yeah. Last year, um, the documentary, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor. See, I'm getting the two confused because they're both this. Anyways, Won't You Be My Neighbor (laughs) came out last year around this time. I don't remember. We reviewed it. It was fantastic. Oh, okay. I highly recommend the documentary over this film. You can watch both. You won't be disappointed, especially sure. if you're a child of Mr. Rogers, like a lot of people are. Right. And a Tom Hanks fan. And as well. a Tom Hanks fan. Right. Huge Tom Hanks fan. Yeah. But I highly recommend watching the documentary. Okay. Currently, it is on HBO. So if you have HBO Now, HBO Go, any of those, you can stream it. You can okay. watch it wherever. It's very good. All right. I want to hear how many reels you're giving it. I give it three and a half. Three and a half out of five. Which is probably more than I should. Okay. But. It's Tom Hanks. <laughs> right. I mean, he can't get below no, three and a half it's Tom Hanks. He's awesome. awesome. He's really good. Check out Matt's podcast. It's The Real Film Nerds. Anywhere you can catch a podcast. Thanks for coming in, Matt. No problem, Lisa.